A show about music. Yes. So Shane, why are we called the Lonely Musicians? Because we're lonely and musicians. <laughs> right. We the, we're, okay. Yeah. Well, we're the Lonely Musicians because we have tastes in music that tend to isolate us from the rest of the people we know. Yeah. I would agree and, with that. And we are geographically separated, and we have no one to talk to music about except each other, and now possibly the entire world. Yeah, that's the beauty of uh, technology these days. Yeah. So, uh... I would say go, in, go into backgrounds. Like what? Like back, yes. in the, back in the day, like how... A young Jacob... How did you start to get into music? Yeah, so I've been playing music since I was a wee boy. Starting off in piano lessons and then playing a bass guitar, then a guitar, then a trombone. But the only thing I really do now is guitar and then a little bit of vocals when necessary. But See, I didn't even know any of that. Did you really not? I did not. We've been friends for like six years, seven years. Yeah, I know. I. It's, well, it's funny because I would have known. That's how I started. I started off with the. I used to have this babysitter that would do piano lessons at the same time, and that that's how I started. Oh, so, yeah. I ne- I didn't know that either. Yeah, but I mean, like, so that's music why you kind of know like, what you're doing. That's what kind of what you know what you're doing on the piano. Yeah, a little bit. And same with me. Very good. See, I didn't hmm. know that. Me. So, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go. No. No, that's it. Go ahead. I thought you were done, so I started talking. Oh, I, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, I started off piano lessons, and then I really wanted to get in guitar after um, my mom. You remember Columbia House back in, like, the 90s? Yes. You used to get, the, like, the 12 free CDs and all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my mom did that, and she, she let me pick out the 12 CDs, and I didn't know anything about music. I used to listen to, like, the pop radio station. There mm-hmm. in, uh, in Oklahoma, which, yeah. but I picked things like uh, Everclear, Green Day, um, Ozzy Osbourne, and mm-hmm. Collective Soul. Those were yeah. I, I picked several albums from there. And the, the first album I ever I ever bought, I I couldn't afford it, so my brother and I went half season. It was Collective Soul. Which one? I'm curious. The one that blue the cover was blue. Yep. Bam. That was one of mine, dude. Yeah. See? What do you know? Interesting. And it's funny because the only thing in our lives that we have in common is music. I would agree with that. Otherwise, I would hate you. Yeah. (laughs) And I would hate you too because I I don't hate anyone or or I just have nothing but love inside of me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, I know you better than that. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... Right. So yeah. we met 
through work a long time ago. Yeah. It, I think it was at first a proximity friendship. Yeah. I mean, but then we actually, you know, back then we, we kind of had the same thing where we could talk about music, but nobody else cared because they only cared about what was on the radio. Because they're assholes. Yeah. And I think we would talk about like Bush and probably Collective Soul back then and yeah. Green Day and et cetera. Yeah. That's where so it's if, at. If you would have talked about Everclear to anyone else, I don't think they would have understood. And that's kind of where we're at now, right? Because I don't. Right. And people, I mean, whenever you try to talk to people about it, if they don't share like the same level of passion as me, I tend to hate you for that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand mm-hmm. it. It's always been that way. Like, if somebody was, I mean, this has never been said to me, but if somebody was like, Collect the Soul, they're an okay band. And I'd be like, no, fuck you. You need to listen more <laughs> right now. And yeah. I don't know, just like that passion that I have for it. But, mm-hmm. but you know, oh shit, I got sidetracked. So back to the Columbia house. Like, so I got these CDs and with, I used to with, run around the house, air guitar and to the songs and stuff, and that's whenever I got a guitar. Yeah. And then went from there. I remember memorizing Bush's 16 Stone. I, I would just, I would turn it on, and I would play along on my guitar to the entire album from memory over and over and over again. Yeah. Because that was all I cared about. Yeah. See, now, did you get guitar lessons at any point? I did not. My, you know, See, my mom impressive. knew okay. how to play guitar a little bit, so oh, she showed okay. me a couple chords, and then I just went from there. Yeah, um, the guitar that I bought was the first electric guitar that I ever touched. Hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, that seems like it was a good investment. Yeah, I never even seen a guitar like electric guitar in person before that. I mean, that's how. And do, and do like whenever I started off, I didn't even know you had to uh, to press on the neck with your fingers to make different sounds. <laughs> <laughs> how, how dumbass of a kid, you know. It's yeah. just, I mean, I didn't have MTV yeah. or any of that stuff, so. But anyways. But yeah, let's not go too far. So the the structure of the show, we've had a lot of ideas for podcasts as far as music, and they've been collaborating or recording or all of the... I think those are the same thing, but... Well, depending how you look at it. Yeah, I mean... We, but so what we finally settled on, right, is just to kind of talk about music and hopefully find people out there that have opinions similar to ours, or maybe differing, but that share a passion for music, and maybe they can tell us what the hell happened to music of the day. Yeah. And not that not that there's not good music out there, but there is. But you have to dig for it. Yeah. I mean, you really I feel have like to it, dig. I feel like it used to be easier to find. Yeah. Well, man, I remember listening to the radio back in back in the '90s. There's I mean, there's like one good rock station in Oklahoma at the time. And everything was good, you know. It was mm-hmm. new, like fresh, all that stuff. But now I just get—I can't listen to the radio anymore. Yeah, I'd rather take a week to dig, find a new band that I enjoy, and listen to it that way. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I guess so. The the final idea for this podcast for the Lonely Musicians was to kind of go back and forth with different topics that we've come up with that the other person doesn't know about. And then just let the discussion go from there. Yeah. All right. So, you want to go first? Uh, I can, yeah. Okay. We, what do you got? Um, first off, 
I think a good intro, especially for this show. I mean, if somebody's listening to it and doesn't quite understand, nobody's what we're listening about, to it. Uh, I know. Okay, fair enough. But I want to talk about ways to discover music. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, this is like one of the things. Because, shoot, I, dude. Whenever I was a kid, we'd be riding in the truck. I'd be riding with my mom, and something would come on the radio, and I'd be like, "Who the." You know who? Who is this? I would already know. <laughs> you have to call the radio station and. Yeah, oh, okay. like I would have no, no, like <laughs> I knew fun. already, but I was okay. quizzing my mom. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I meant and that so far, like you didn't know what the song was, so you had to call the radio station and ask them what no, it was. No, no, you couldn't no, no. shazam it. Okay, but anyway, right. I digress. Go back but, to you. But that's something like that I've always been into is just knowing all that information and whatnot. So people ask me like, "How do you know all this?" or whatever. It's just listening to all that that era of music and so i kind of want to share some of those methods that i've always used and i still use to this day to discover music Mm -hmm. internet's made this stuff so much easier yeah you know but at the same time there's so much to sift through to to find Mm -hmm. something that you actually enjoy yeah but i mean yeah you have your well-known ones out there like pandora you could put in you know, a band that you really like, mm-hmm. and it's going to kick back some other ones. But you kind of have to pay attention, screenshot, you know, mm-hmm. take a screenshot on your phone of, of that band so you can remember it, go look it up later. Yeah. I mean, you can go and back and that. look at the, at the things that you thumbsed up, but if you have a station you've been working on for a while, you have hundreds in there. Right, So right. And, that, and that's kind of the reason I, I screenshot, I'll go listen to the album, and sometimes they're like a one-hit wonder and you just mm-hmm. listen to the rest of the album and you're like what happened you know <laughs> yeah but um like the one that i've been using the most lately is uh groove it's like it used to be xbox music uh-huh but i have it on the uh, computer on the xbox on my phone all that stuff and it has a radio on there and it shows similar artists and i'll go through several similar artists until i find something new and fresh and i've discovered a lot a lot mm-hmm. of music lately by doing that uh youtube is another way yeah you just you know youtube you're a band that you enjoy and, and go from there and it's going to make recommendations and so forth even if it's not like pandora and the music genome mm-hmm. project and all that but it's going to bring up a lot of stuff yeah. that Possibly like. You know, I found a, a, a whole bunch of good ones through YouTube, and occasionally I'll go down the YouTube rabbit hole and I'll just end up watching videos and videos and videos, but I don't always have time for that, so I think my go-to is, is just Pandora. Yeah, and Pandora's good. I mean, it's sad that they're... Cause it used to be free. I mean, it's still free, but you just have to listen to the yeah. ads and well, stuff. Well, I pay $4 a month for it. Yeah, see, or you can pay for it. That's the same with the, uh, the Xbox Music. Mm-hmm. I think it costs a little bit more than that, but you can download the songs. Mm-hmm. So you have them offline and and whatnot. So. But, you know, it's been, I feel like it's been so long that lately what I've been doing is instead of, I haven't even been looking for new music. I've just been going back. I have such an extensive iTunes library Yeah. that I've just been going back and listening to old, old, old songs. Yeah. Like the old Bush oh. albums and yep. Collective Soul and Live. I don't know if you ever got into Live. But yeah. I love live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember it was always a pain in the ass back in the day before, you know, we had jobs and whatnot. So you mm-hmm. would just hop on Napster to download. And whenever <laughs> you would try to get live 
it would bring up all this other bullshit that was played live. And it was so it was so hard to get their albums and or their songs because of their name. It's like they knew that was going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, another way that I, another thing that I do is I take the musicians that I really look up to, uh, like go to Jack White or Josh Homme and find out what their inspirations are. Or I thought it was that, Josh Hom. Homme, Homme. I'm pretty sure it's Homme. Like what um, up, Homme? I thought it was. I. I honestly don't know. I'm not going to argue one way or the um, other. I, I, okay. Sorry. Yeah. But I'll find out their inspirations and uh, and start digging back further and further, and you'll find a lot of good music that you didn't know about Yeah. Uh, through that way. So. You know, or you can... Uh, what's up? I was going to say, there's a book called Steal Like an Artist, and I think I talked to you about it, but uh, you never read it, of course. Yeah. It's by Austin Kleon, but one of the things that it talks about, it, the, well, the, whole, the book as a whole is about how it's okay to steal other people's stuff in a sense that when you try to emulate the people that, that you look up to, so like Jack White, for example, when you try to write music like Jack White, you're more than likely going to fail, but what you come up with turns out to be your own original stuff. But one way to get inspiration he says in there is to find Jack White, then figure out who Jack White listened to, and then figure out who they listened to, and that'll yeah. take you back a ways. But that's a really good way to to get yeah, inspiration and, and to find new music. And you'll find amazing music. It might be you might actually like it better than what you're listening to at yeah. that time frame. But uh, another way is if you know any musicians, ask them. It's they're going to have a whole list of bands that they like, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And if you have, a, like, a band, like, okay, for, like, people I know, I ask them, what do you like? Like, if they're trying to get more into it, trying to find out, find some stuff that they haven't heard before, I'll uh-huh. ask them what they like, and they'll tell me, and then I'll name off similar artists. Yeah. And musicians are really good about that, I think, um, retaining that information, because there's a lot more for a musician to gain from knowing all those bands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then my last recommendation for that was listen to our show. <laughs> Wait, are we going are we going to talk about this. Are we going to talk about music recommendations every week? Maybe we should do that. Yeah. Maybe like a song or whatever we've been listening to. Yeah. Albums. Okay. So let's save that, that save that for the end. Sure. Okay. Done for that. But uh yeah, I Or think we could just do it right now. What have you been listening to? What would you recommend for me? What would I recommend one, for you? Give me, give me one song that you've been listening to. Oh, one song? Yeah. Or, a, you know, an album, but... Okay, uh, one I discovered recently. Um, Masters of Reality. Have you heard of them? No. Yeah. Masters it... of Reality. And you'll... Um, th- are, you, are, are you typing right now? Yeah, I, I typed it in so I could remember Okay. It. Uh, and the album that I've been listening to is Sunrise on the Suffer Bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff, though. And uh, the way I actually discovered this, you know, going off the last topic, uh-huh. was... Um, gee, I don't even remember now. God. Uh, 
basically Josh homie homie from Queens of the Stone Age has been working with a, a guy named Chris Goss. Mm. And he founded the band back in the late 80s and early 90s uh, called Masters of Reality. And then he went on to produce three of Caius's albums, which is uh, Josh's previous band before Queens of the Stone Age. But it's got a real um, desert rock, stoner rock, blues feel to it. And really good album, though. And that's what I've been listening to a lot of lately. Well, I'm going to give you just one song. Okay. By a band called Nothing But Thieves. Okay. And the song is called Trip Switch. Trip Switch. Trip Switch. And you know what? I don't even think they have an album all the way released yet. Because I looked for it and I could not find it, but I did find it. Kitty? Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Kitty. Um, But you know, I found that one through. Uh, XM, Sirius XM, because yeah. in, my, in my wife's car, she happens to have that, which has actually been really good. I listen to uh, All Nation. Yeah, satellite radio is so much better. Yeah. Ugh, so. so much better. So, good. Cool. Good stuff. So, recommendations, we got Masters of Reality, Sunrise on the Suffer Bus, <laughs> Sunrise on the Suffer Bus, and Nothing But Thieves Trip Switch. Yeah. There you go. Recommendations right. for the week. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Shoot, All right. dude. So I want to try an experiment. Ooh. And you know, this probably would have worked even in the 90s, but I want to try it for right now. So I'm looking at the Billboard Music Top 100 songs. Okay. And I want you to pick a number between 1 and 100, preferably near the lower end to the more popular ones. And okay. I'm going to... I'm going to open this up, and I'm going to read you some of the lyrics from it. And we're going to... And this my, is the, the modern day Billboard? Yeah, Billboard okay. Hot 100. And it's my, my prediction is that it's going to be absolutely nonsense. awful nonsense. <laughs> it's, I like this. Okay, so... Okay. Um, I'm going to go with number 16. Okay. Sweet 16. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking this up right now yeah so the number 16 song for this week is Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Eric Nally Melly Mel, Cool Modi and Grandmaster Kaz and the track is entitled Downtown <laughs> yeah so that off the bat good start I like it alright are you ready yeah I went to the moped store, said, fuck it. <laughs> Who doesn't do that? Am I right? The sale, salesman's like, what up? What's your budget? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know nothing about mopeds. He said, I got the one for you. Follow me. Ooh, it's too real. Chromed out mirror. I don't need a windshield. Let me stop you. Okay. Let me stop you right now. How many people collaborated on this? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, at six, least. Six people sat in a room together, and this is what they came up with. Killing the game, about to catch a body, past the Harley Dookie on the Ducati. <laughs> Let me scroll down, okay. scroll down a bit. All right. It's me, the M, the A to the C, the K, sounding like a French pimp from back in the day. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm a little bit All right. You don't want no beef boy. No, I run the streets boy. Easy way to rhyme. Yeah. So this... So let's... What do you think about this? So Garbage. This is, these people are making a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of people are listening, obviously. Yeah. And, and you know, we can go oh, to, like, the, the billboard alt-rock or adult alternative, and I'm sure it's not going to be this awful. Right. Yeah, but this is it, what's... I mean, this is the, the big list <sighs> out of everything, and it's not even... I, I recognize maybe one or two songs out of here. Yeah. It, but why? Why Why do you think it is So that why way? is it like that? Yeah. I, that's the question. And that's... I don't know. I, get, I think that's one thing we're, we need to figure out through the course of this. Yeah. Because it makes us uh, the lonely musicians because people want to listen to music like this. Yeah, people eat that shit up. They don't want to listen to Tool. Yeah. I honestly I don't understand it. I know it, it makes I know it pisses me off. It makes me all angry and stuff. Yeah. Like if you Oh my god, I don't even know where to get started. <laughs> I'm getting mad right now. Can you believe that? Okay. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know Here's what I I can't understand why if you're going to listen to music. Let's let's start there. Yeah. Music. What is music? Oh that I don't did I don't know if you wanted me to google it or if Uh no, what like what what do you think it is? I don't even know how to answer that because exactly. it's it should have such a depth to it. Yeah. Um but for I don't ex- know. for to an be exa- like moved by it, I don't know. It... Just as an example, so it doesn't feel like we're picking on one song. I'm gonna go to the number one. Okay. Which is a song called "The Hills" by The Weeknd. The Weeknd. Yeah, it's like Weeknd without the third e. And it, it says, "Your man on the road, he doing promo." You said, keep our business on the low, low. I'm just trying to get you out. And it says Trina. Not, Trina. Not right. even like trying. To. I'm just trying to get you out the friend zone because you look even better than the photos. Photos. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. And it's not, I'm not even going to talk. But so why is this at the top? It is right. Because people... Uh, they when they listen to music, they want to go to the club. I guess is that what it is? They go to the club. <laughs> I don't know, dude. And I don't know. You, <clears throat> I'm old and I have a child and not a lot of free time, and I don't go to the club. And if I had the time, I don't think I would anyway. I would go to a shitty, shitty bar, yep. listen to a local band, yep, and have a couple of beers. Well, you're gonna find more talent. I mean, like, more musical talent in that area than I think you would listening to the radio. I mean, that's an honest thought. And uh, last week, when, whenever we spoke, um, or two weeks or whatever, The Dead Weather did put out a new album. Oh, The Dead Weather. Yeah, they did put out a new album, um, Dodge and Burn. Listen to that and tell me, like, why isn't that in the top? 
five, top ten. You you're, know, you're right. That's what makes me so mad is because if you, it's. So let me let me find the dead weather. I'm gonna pick a random song. I haven't heard this album. I'm going. Oh, you to. have it? No. Okay, dude, it's legit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a random song on here. Okay. And let's see. This is so the one I picked is called Rough Detective. Okay. You're an unusual suspect now and maybe right. The kind all men cannot recollect or forget at night. You're the rough detective with the smoky eye where the person you are after is the other guy. So that see, in itself is already... Boom. First one. Okay. But... I don't know. But yeah, and, and then look at the... Because uh, lyrics, like, you know, personally, from us doing music together... We used I'm to be a, in a I'm band a together, by the way. Yeah. Um... I'm not a lyrics guy. Like I, I hardly ever listen to lyrics. I, Lyricist. I rarely, ly- whatever, and I never look them up. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the content of the music, mm-hmm. the feel that I get from the music. Okay. Because um, I listen to a lot of post rock. Yeah. Post rock's uh, non lyrics. But, but you know no that's voice. a really good point because you're listening to this music for the actual music <laughs> sake for the for the depth Correct. there and the harmonies and the melodies and everything going on. And the originality, yeah. and I'm listening partially for that, but for me, a lot of it is actually the lyrics, and yep. and how they use a song to express emotion. But even if ignoring the lyrics, and obviously we can't play other people's music on here, but I guarantee you, if I were to play this downtown song or this whatever the, the hills song that that I read that I read the lyrics from, it's going to be some bullshit. And that's the only way to describe it. Yeah. I would agree. I, I mean, we're going to have several weeks to touch on all this stuff, so... Okay. But I think the, I think the point's across. It, so we need you, to you find to, out... Yeah. Yeah, you have to dig to find the good stuff. I mean, and you don't always have to dig. But it's just a lack of understanding. And if you have an idea or something to add to that conversation please write in but yes the lonely musicians at gmail.com by the way there you go we'll say it again at the end and put it in show notes but yeah for the record okay so that's i guess that's all we have to say for now on that it's just that it just it sucks it's so hard to find music not only because there's so much music out there but because a large percentage percentage of it is just absolute bullshit yeah. Well. All right. You want me to go again? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I was uh, going through news and I found this article. Wait, is it going to be about Rage Against the Machine? Yes. Oh <laughs> man. Did you I, read that though? I apologize for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I do apologize okay. for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> All okay, right. So, so I'm guilty. Us, yeah. Give us history. Okay. Or give us this, the scoop. All right, first off, I want to talk about Limp Bizkit. I think Limp Bizkit's kind of like Creed in the fact that if you enjoy... It's just one of those trees! Yeah. If, if you enjoy their music, you never admit it to anybody. <laughs> like, Especially in, like, the music circle. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you really... Like, you're listening to Limp Bizkit, you kind of check check the house, make sure it's clear, you lock the doors, and then you put on Limp Bizkit. You don't just pop it on in a vehicle. Uh, you, you know, know I, I will say, though... I am a big fan of West Borland. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have so, to be. 
I mean, that's why I used to listen to Limp Bizkit occasionally, but... Yeah, the guitar sounded mean as fuck, dude. Yeah. But anyway. But, yeah. Go ahead. Um, continue. So anyways, I think they're they're one of those bands. And uh, going through the news article, seems like this one caught both of our attention. We're both... <laughs> uh, both huge Rage Against the Machine fans. Um, yeah. And... Uh, Tim Comerford, the bassist for the band, was discussing something that Fred Durst had said. Uh, Fred Durst, during a show, said uh, they were they were covering "Killing in the Name." How how dare they? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. Fred Durst says this is dedicated to the rap rock band that started this shit. Fred, uh, frontman Fred Durst said before the opening verse. Later on in the song, Durst added, When I first heard this song, that shit hit me right the fuck here, pointing to his heart. I'm getting this article from uh, therollingstone.com. And then, uh, <laughs> scrolling down here, Comerford, uh, bassist from Rage, says, I do apologize for Limp Biscuit. I really do. <laughs> I feel really bad that we inspired such bullshit. <laughs> It's which is I can imagine Durst crying yeah. to sleep. I wonder this. what he Did you see the so back when uh oh you know what it's further down in the article, the MTV Music Awards from a long time ago? Yeah, I actually watched the uh, video. Okay. Yeah. I did watch the video. So in this video, if you're not familiar with it, uh I don't know what the category was, but Rage Against the Machine was up for an award against Limp Bizkit and Limp Bizkit won. Yeah. And that is I think I kind of remember this when it actually happened, but Tim Comerford ran up on stage and climbed up this big metal, whatever it was. Yeah, some kind of prop on yeah. the stage. And yeah. just, just kind of sat up there. He was trying to shake it down. Yeah. I think he was trying to get it to fall on the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the dude fucking hates Lint Biscuit. Yeah. So, And I would... You know, it doesn't say it, but I would guess Tom Morello and Zach De La Rocha. And I don't, I don't remember the drummer's name, which is my bad. Yeah. Because drummers are very important, but... Aww. I feel, I feel like they would probably say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. So... What's up? I just wanted to bring that up, and apparently that was one of yours as well. I'm yeah, guessing. it was. That was the okay. That was the other thing. See, I had. Fair enough. Uh, do you have an, Do you have another one? <laughs> no, Let I, me ask you that. No, I don't. Like, and I, and I thought this would. So, let's say Wes Borland. What happened to him? Uh, he went on to do a different band. What the hell was it called? I don't know. Like such a piece of shit for not knowing this. <laughs> See, and that's that's what makes us lonely musicians because most people wouldn't even care. First, they wouldn't yeah. even know who Wes Borland was, and this this kind of makes us sound like we think we're elitists or that we're better than people that just like to turn on the radio and listen to whatever's on. But we kind of are, and you are too if you're listening to this, most likely. Yeah. And you probably oh, feel a little bit lonely. All right, so yeah, I, I'm looking. Is he formed a band called Big Dumb Face with his brother Scott in 1998. But anyways, so moving on. I don't know where to go from that. 
Okay. Well, uh, I kind of had, uh, I mean, I've had several ideas written down. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I want to hit on mega bands. Define, you know, define mega band. Do you mean like those super bands were kind of like yes. audio slave? Yeah. Like, uh, Chris Cornell, right? Yep. Uh, Chris Cornell and, the and Tom Morello Tom from Morello. Rage. Yeah. Tim Comerfield and the drummer, the yeah. nameless drummer. <laughs> But, yeah, bands like that, um, because, like, you can play this game where you can name one famous musician mm-hmm. from, like, the area that we listen to, and you can almost do a straight path to another band from collaborations mm-hmm. and so forth. Because, I mean, look at, like, some of my biggest inspirations, uh, Jack White, you know, the White Stripes, yeah, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Tool... And you could take those bands and travel through members and make it to each band because they've done work together. Mm-hmm. Like the Dead Weather, we were just talking about them, so they're like the perfect example. Um, so the Dead Weather, you got Jack White, which she's collaborated with several others and so forth. But then you also have um, the guitarist, which plays for Queens of Stone Age, uh, Dean Partita. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know about him, but... No, I He's did, I also not. a guitarist for Queens of the Stone Age. So, they're all related now. Um, Mantra, and you know, do you know what Mantra is? It's a song that Dave Grohl, Trent Reznor, and Josh Homme all did together. No, I do not. Yeah, they did a song together. Um, I want to say it was Dave Grohl on vocals and drums, uh, Josh Homme on bass, and Trent Reznor on piano but really good but it's one of those things like whenever you see a band like that like i was you i was just searching around on youtube uh looking for music and stuff and i saw all three of those names in the same group and you know instant hard on for like i was just so excited you know to listen to this yeah yeah because but it sucks because a lot of this the the good music that's coming out nowadays is coming from the same big group of musicians yeah like the same people just in different combinations right kind of like when you go get mexican food it's always beans and cheese and beef just ordered differently right and i'm not saying i'm getting tired of it that was really bad i'm not now yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i mean you've had all kinds of these mega bands throughout Mm -hmm. the years yeah and and that's uh, true but so maybe some people would consider, uh, let me look, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Eric Nally and Melly Mel and Cool Modi and Grandmaster Cavs to be a supergroup. Man, fuck you for even saying that. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like them crooked vultures. Oh. Ah, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. As soon as you heard that they were doing a project together. I would, you know, that's Dave the, Grohl, Josh Homme, John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. You hear it and you just buy the album. Yeah, it's and it was amazing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you could hear Led Zeppelin in it. You could hear, like, some of the drums that Dave Grohl's laid down in the past. Like, you know it's Dave Grohl, just the way he beats the shit out of the drums. <laughs> yeah. But in Josh, he's such an amazing vocalist. Um, that was an amazing album. And... uh and, and to speak about it more, the Dead Weather, they're supposed to be going on tour 
before long, but they've kind of put it off for a little bit because uh, Queens of the Stone Age is doing some more work together. Mm. And that just gets me all excited right there, you know? Yeah, that's... I haven't heard anything from them for a while. But uh, Eagles of Death Metal, who was that? That was Josh... Josh Homme? I'm going to say uh, Josh Homme. Okay. And when he listens, he can email us and correct us. Yeah, he, he can call me or whatever. But... Um, I yeah, Eagles of Death Metal there. was uh, Jesse Hughes, I think, uh, which is kind of a one of Josh's buddies. But you had Dave Grohl uh, do some work on the tracks, Jack Black, um, and a bunch of other names. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're actually playing on some kind of tour, some music fest I saw in California, I think, this month, but or next month, October, or I guess it would be this month whenever the show comes out. Anywho, All right. so yeah. So let's, so I guess that, that topic's over, right? Sure. Okay. So we, we kind of talked about being isolated from other people as far as talking about music or listening to music. So do you try to get other people to listen to music? I feel like I've given up. Like I... I just, I don't, I, I find the music that I like, I talk about it with you, but then that's the end of it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, do you, do you proselytize with the music you find? That's probably not the best word to use, but you know what I mean. Like, do you, in the same way people try to convert you to their religion, do you care whether other people listen to good music or if they, uh, if they're content with like you, I won't say that you I'm need giving to, up. You need to save them. That, that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. If you're listening to this, if you're wasting your time and... Right. I don't know. I don't... So, it's gotten to the point where it's a conversation I avoid when meeting <laughs> new people. Because... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'll ruin you in my books. Mm. I mean, really. And, and, like, if I sense it a little bit, and you know, I, oh, my God, I fucking hate country. Yeah. Hate it. Like, hate it, hate it, hate it. And when somebody, like, if I meet somebody and we're within the first ten minutes of the conversation, and they're like, what kind of music do you listen to? I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. You know, this yeah. is where I'm going to judge you. It. And another good, oh man, and yeah, if they say country, then I'm like, moron. It's kind of hard not to. I, yeah. And feel free to edit this part out, but it's the same as it, when you hear somebody believes that the earth is 6,000 years old. Yeah. You just, from that point on. No, like, no relevant, or credibility yeah. would be the, it's like, just you have nowhere window. to speak from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's. But and, and whenever I ask somebody, like, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, I listen to everything. No, you don't. It's like, no, you don't. Exactly. Like, what do you listen to? Like, name some bands you listen to. Oh. And uh, it's just, it just gets, I don't know, it gets under my skin that people that don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's hard to speak to somebody or relate to somebody that's not as passionate about it as uh, you or I. You yeah. know, you're, yeah. it's it. I don't know. But don't you feel that, like you have an obligation to save them? 
Yeah, but at the same time, um, like, I know this is real old school or whatever, but, like, I, I do feel the need to save people or whatever from that. And I will make them CDs or album, like, mixtapes, dude. I'll make mixtapes. I'll ask, what do you listen to, you know? And I kind of find my entry into <laughs> the better music. <laughs> like the, and so what, I'll make a mixtape. So what church do you and, go to? Uh, okay, sorry, I'll I'll leave that one alone. Okay, but <laughs> but I'll uh, I'll make these mixtapes with all, all this awesome music. Yeah, and, wait, and then let, I give it to wait, them. Let me guess, they don't give a shit. No, they don't. They don't. It's kind of like something I I put a lot of effort into, mm-hmm. and it just shit on my heart, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so sick. Uh, and you know, it, I don't I don't yeah. expect everyone. To be as passionate about music as I am or as you are, right? And that's—I mean—that's not a necessarily a fault of theirs, but no, I think it's a small crowd. I would say it's a real small group. That, that doesn't change and, the fact that it's—it's it's kind of isolating to be so passionate about music and not really have anyone to talk to it about, talk about yeah. it with. Yeah. Which is why you want to. You why you want to talk to people about it because it's. I mean, it's important. We're, like, uh, we're social creatures. Yeah. And it's... Like, I would say two of my best friends, they, they have the same passion for music, mm-hmm. you know, as yeah. I do. And, like, it's funny because you and me, you and I, whatever, we've listened... Like, we're so different, but I remember several years ago one time, you uh, you said, oh, did you hear? Um, Jared Leto and Chino from Deftones uh, did some stuff together, so we can be friends. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Yeah, and it was like, oh, I guess we can, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like every other way, we're so different. But music is where we relate, and yeah. like that's what's important to me. So, and you know, that, that understanding. Here's the question. I mean, you can be passionate about music, but I feel like if you are, you end up liking this kind of music. Like, if you're really passionate about music and you love yeah. it so much, do you really listen to the things that are on the Hot 100? Is that, you know, is that enough for you? Is that, is that, is that working? And I don't, yeah, think, I, I, I don't think it is. I don't, I, I need to feel something whenever I'm listening, like... Whenever I'm listening to something I've never heard before, I, I get excited. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's like a, yeah. a sweet transition or a lyric that pops out to me um, and so forth, like I get seriously excited about it. Like I remember uh, Queens of Stone Age put out Like Clockwork, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, it would come up on my Pandora and I would immediately skip it before it had any audio that would come out. I'd never listened to any of it on the radio and I went out and I bought the vinyl. Ooh. So that the first time I heard this album was going to be entirely on vinyl. And not very many people can say that these days. Now, yeah. why would that matter so much? But it meant a lot to me that I was going to sit down, drink some beer, and listen to this vinyl. And this is going to be the first time I've ever heard an entire album through vinyl before I heard it through any modern media. And, like, yeah. that was a special night to me. Like, I remember that night. And that's ridiculous, in a, in a way, whenever you think about it. Mm-hmm. But Like, if you were to tell somebody else, but I, I understand, like, I... If I can find, and at 45 minutes or however long, just to sit down and listen to an entire album from start to finish, 
yeah. then I will, I would, I'd love to do that because that's, I mean, that's one way to e appreciate it even more. Cause you know, we were in a band together. We put out some small EPs and, and demo CDs and everything about it. Like even obviously the songs, but coming down to the order of the tracks too, it's, it, it all has a purpose and it all has a meaning. Yeah. And when you just and like, yeah, yeah, every aspect it from the album artwork to the order, yeah, like you said, the order of the tracks, um, the little hidden gems that you find whenever you're listening yeah. to these. And yeah. here's another another thing I, I want to hit on real quick while we're talking about this. Like, if I write some music, and I know you're going to be able to relate to this, Jake, but if I write some music and I let you listen to it, it bothers me because. One, you're not going to appreciate it as much as I am. Are you talking about like, me? Exactly. No, no, or? no. Just anybody oh, else. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I'll record something, let somebody listen to it, and they're like, oh, it's okay. You know? <laughs> and it's like, man, fuck you. You know? <laughs> I, like, poured my heart into this, and you're going to be like, nah. The number two, the way people listen to it. Yeah. Um, so you send music to somebody that you did, you poured your heart into, you did all the tracks on it guitar bass drums everything and then mm -hmm. they listen to it they send it or they come back they're like oh it's pretty good you know oh it's mm -hmm. pretty good and then I, I ask them how did you listen to it and they're like oh I just listened to it through my phone and I'm like fuck you yeah fuck you <laughs> you can at least plug it into a set of stereo speakers you piece of shit you know I but, can't even listen to like quality <clears throat> studio produced a CD that I just bought on iTunes music through my phone. I just get irritated. Yeah, I agree. Oh, God damn it. Oh, you know. Okay, continue. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, shit. Fuck. So, uh... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I think you need to explain now. I have a second-degree burn on my thigh... That has formed a giant uh, melon-sized blister. Well, the length of a melon, not the not the circumference. That a fat-ass cat just jumped on and burst. No, no. How'd you get the burn? Oh, I think, I think that's the important part. Which kind of goes back to how you and I have nothing in common. Yeah. I was just, you know, settling down for the evening, about to make a cup of tea, to drink mindfully before uh, going to sleep. And I spilled it on myself, fresh off the boil, and then had to go to the emergency room. Boom. That's, da <laughs> that's dangerous stuff. <laughs> Tea making. You know what's funny? Uh, I remembered a long time ago, I had this burn on my hand, and you were like, oh, where'd you get that from? Like an exhaust pipe or something? And I was like, hmm, crock pot. <laughs> It's the only time I've, I've really, like, burned myself whenever uh, I fell, tripped, and burnt my hand on an exhaust pipe on uh -huh. a lawnmower. Yeah, definitely not here. So. Just crock, crock pots or tea. That's a dangerous place, the kitchen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, where I, it's where I spend most of my time these days. Yeah. So, there you okay. go. Where were we? Uh, I, I think I wrapped up my, my point for okay. the most. Wait, what the hell was the topic? Oh, how people don't appreciate music. Oh, you, you try yeah. to save them, and they don't fully appreciate how much 
you've invested into trying to save them. Yeah. And if you are out there listening and you disagree because you appreciate music and you happen to love pop radio, let us know. Because I'd be interested to know why. And I would love to tell you how you're wrong. But <laughs> All right. I, I live for those arguments. I honestly do. Yeah. But yeah. I you know what? I'm I'm always open to new information, as I know you are too. Yeah. And if you I mean I'm I can be persuaded as long as the evidence is is good, but I think we're both fairly open minded individuals. So yeah. But yeah. Um is there anything else you were wanting to hit on? Nope. That does it for the first episode of The Lonely Musicians. Fantastic. So remember, thelonelymusicians at gmail.com. No spaces, right? Yes, no spaces. Spaces. <laughs> no spaces. No spaces. Thelonelymusicians at gmail.com. Facebook, we do not have because fuck Facebook. And there Twitter. And all of the other social media that are out there. I'll hate it if we're forced to get one. No. Let's, should we make, let's say right now that we're not going to do it. See, I hate doing that because what if, I know this is crazy. No, what sh- if we don't actually... even, sh- shut your mouth. Okay. Just, just, sh- okay. Shut, sh- just, sh- <laughs> sh- All right. Sh- shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Lonelymusicians at gmail.com. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Is Let there any other way? For, I got, okay, never mind. Nope, that's the only way. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Tweet to us at, at the Lonely Musicians using hashtag the Lonely Musicians. Don't All do right. that. Okay. All right, so that's, that's it. it. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> no, it's staying now. <laughs> <laughs> and...